This is your typical radio ad while eating a crunch bar. This is Automatic of Auto's Used Cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale. Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge. Gonna make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have a whale like this. When things sound dull, turn up the fun with Crunch. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, this is Caroline Frost as one half of your smart TV team. Very happy to have you with us. And with me is Kellyanne Taylor. Hello, hello. We shall press on because Kellyanne is not feeling 100% and I'm keen to let her rest. But in the meantime, a few goodies. I will kick off, yes, with some drama. Oh yes, sorry, more factual, more radio, more history to come. But in the meantime, just to let you know that Sanditon, which we have featured quite prominently in this week's Radio Times, is reaching its third and final series. This is one of those shows that has been bounced around the channels because I don't know why, I guess people just lose faith. It did well, it had popular appeal with fans. People came, Theo James left, Chris Marshall stayed. It's now the third and final series turning up on ITVX and you can catch up with the first two series. So you will see some familiar faces coming back. Uh, The very beautiful lead actress Rose Williams turns up. What can I tell you? There's a new fiancé on her arm. But does this mean that uh, she has broken the spell of her former beau, Alexander Colburn. Um, If you watched it, all these names will make sense. If you haven't, dive in. If you like, how can I say, a breezy sort of pillow soft period drama with beautiful Dorset scenery much to enjoy don't you think always in those series it's always the kind of elder lady who's no longer married has this rich inheritance mm. that that steals the show and Anne Reed is it plays that character in this of and course well it, she says herself it's just more fun playing somebody that people don't like I mean yeah. there's always that character as well in Jane Austen's quite interesting if you think about Pride and Prejudice and um, Sense and Sensibility there is always the the sort of I don't want to use the word battle axe let's just say domineering matriarch yes. um, sort of vaguely Miss Hammersham you know mm. we, we kind of stay just this side of the Miss Havisham ledge yeah. but I do agree with you but Anne Reed clearly having a ball and of course we should nod our heads in deference to her performance in The Sixth Commandment as well so yes right over to you my dear 
So this is Oppenheimer, not the film that we spoke about and everyone seems to be speaking about at the moment that is currently in cinemas, but it is actually the BBC series, which was BAFTA winning. It's showing on BBC4 on Saturday at 10.45pm. And this stars Law and Order's Sam Waterston as um, Oppenheimer. It's not obviously as glossy. It takes a slightly different angle, has a slightly different pace, um, and by which I mean a lot slower. But I think it reveals a side that we don't currently see in the film. And I think a lot of the criticism, I read the New Yorker criticism of Christopher Nolan's piece, which is that it doesn't really give a 360 angle to the life of the man behind the atomic bomb and obviously sugarcoats a lot of it. So this is a very different perspective, but one that I think you know, is worth exploring and it's a great watch. There's a reason mm-hmm. why I want a BAFTA to go away and explore. So that's Oppenheimer, BBC4, Saturday, 10.45pm. It's a double bill or you can catch it all afterwards on BBC iPlayer. Thank you. And I have another drama. Oh, yes. <laughs> Caroline and her dramas. <laughs> Every week. I offer you the Ipcrest file. No, not the Michael Caine film of the same name. This is uh, the TV series. Now, this got a few sort of mixed reviews on its debut last year, which I thought were unfair because I have to say, I think Joe Cole, who picks up the baton of playing Harry Palmer with his signature spectacles, borrowed absolutely from a either the character or probably more likely Michael Caine's look. I mean, his era-defining look on screen. He plays Harry Palmer, who is uh, a bit of a rogue, uh, a black market marketeer who is eventually offered his way out of prison at the height of the Cold War if he will partake in some state-sponsored espionage activities. So he looks the part, lovely trench coats, beautiful, mean uh, sort of Berlin streets. Alongside him is a very glamorous Lucy Boynton, whom I know you have also previously interviewed. And she is very much his match as a fellow person determined to really break the banks, the walls, the laws in service of the country. So Harry Palmer, a complicated hero, not an anti-hero, but definitely complicated. And that is all available on ITVX, but they're also going to start showing it on the ITV1 from Monday evening, uh, 10.45 kicks off. But I suggest you don't stay up and you just (laughs) feast on the ITVX platform. Now on to comedy, we have Henpocalypse, BBC Two, Tuesday, 10pm. This is written by Caroline Moran, who is the newspaper columnist and author, Catelyn Moran's younger sister. And the whole point of this comedy is it answers the question, I think probably everyone asks when they go on, you know, one of those stereotypical Hindus, there's, you know, lots of phallic-shaped objects, uh, straws, pinatas, etc., etc. I think you can fill in the dots. And it asks the question, is this worse than the end of the world? Um, <laughs> basically, what happens is... Arguable. Arguable. Right. Um, I've never actually been on one, but I can imagine it is my idea of living hell. So Ugh. perhaps the end of the world is worse. Um, so the concept is this group of women go on one of those Hindus and then they end up still there nine weeks later when a very kind of COVID-esque outbreak occurs where men start turning into zombies. Now, if this sounds really ridiculous, it is because it is. It's bold, it's brash, it's lots of fun. And as she tells Radio Times this week in an interview with her, it is about not filling the gap which women are currently being put into, she says, of comedy dramas, thanks to Fleabag. This is just out-and-out comedy. So if you're looking for something lighthearted, fun, a little bit ridiculous, 
then let me steer you in this direction. Mm. That's Henpocalypse, BBC Two, Tuesday, 10pm. That is going to take some serious selling (laughs) on your part to get me past the gate of that thing. But I hear you. Let's give her a fair go. Exactly. Please do let us know if you choose to accept Kellyanne's <laughs> offer of Henpocalypse, what your reaction is. Let's just give it one episode before we judge. Too late. I've already judged. Anyway. I'm going to go radio, radio four and a very established series, Archive on Four. They do all sorts of different things. But this week, something definitely grabbed my eye. This is Growing Up with Madonna. Saturday, 8pm, Radio 4. So we have an American music critic, Anne Powers, who is very well established and really has charted Madonna's career in print ever since, gosh, what is it now, nearly 40 years. Unbelievable since she broke into the scene and has dominated it ever since. So it talks about the ever-changing career of Madonna, her extraordinary power of reinvention. I actually think her, her USP is her staying power. When you think of those... 80s solo superstars, you think of Michael Jackson, you think of Prince, you think of Whitney Houston, you think of the beloved George Michael. And all of them have fallen very tragically by the wayside. What has made Madonna, what has enabled Madonna to be a last woman standing? I think it is her phenomenal work discipline, her self-control, her intelligence. She once said, one gin and tonic is as out of control as I ever get. And I think perhaps a bit humorless, perhaps a bit too driven for some, but my goodness, it's why she's still here. And I think that she suffers from sort of ageist attacks these days, and she doesn't always acquit herself impeccably. However, she's very, very important to not just one generation of women, but at least three, I would say. So just uh, wallow in what uh, the material girl has to say and what the music critic Anne Powers has to say about her. That is on Archive on 4, Blonde Ambition, Saturday, 8pm, Radio 4. And that is also that nice little section has come back thanks to one of our listeners who's been asking for listening recommendations. Mm. So Caroline, thank you so much for giving that. You spoke, we heard. We, yes, exactly. So now I have the film of the week, as always, trying to choose something from Terrestrial. So this is Ammonite, BBC Two, Sunday, 10pm. This is such a beautiful film. It's set in Lyme Regis in the 1840s. And we've got the remarkable Kate Winslet playing this kind of jaded fossil hunter who starts to regain her sense of self, find herself a joie de vivre after spending time with this sickly young woman played by another generational talent, Saoirse Ronan, who you might recognise from Brooklyn, a film we spoke about a few weeks ago. It's slow burning. It's very much reliant on this star chemistry that is between the two of them. It's vulnerable. It's one of those films, you know, it's a very much period drama in the sense of it's got an ache to it, which I think is really beautiful. It's from the same director, Francis Lee, who did God's Own Country, which stars Mm -hmm. Josh O'Connor, which also received lots of positive praise and criticism. So it's one that I think people will enjoy. It's a little bit slower. It's not, um, you know, a big hit cinema film. It's one that I think kind of slipped a lot of people's radars and I think is is well worth the watch. So that's Ammonite, BBC Two, Sunday, 10pm. How lovely. I tell you what doesn't have the ache, Sanderton. <laughs> <laughs> So just depending on what kind of mood you're in, whether you are ache-needing or otherwise. Tell us about uh, your little 
treat from the archive this week, please. Right. To try and sell Henpocalypse a tiny bit more, I thought I'd choose another programme that Caroline Moran has written. And it's called Hull Raisers. And I don't know if people remember, but ages and ages ago, I did an episode, I think pre when I used to do this sometimes as a solo (gasps) cast. Without Caroline? Shock. Our dynamic duo, no. So... That was Hull Raisers, which you can now catch up the whole series on Channel 4's catch-up service, which no one ever seems to know the name of. That's re- that rebranding I hasn't gone that well. channel4.com. Yes. Crazy, but possibly true. <laughs> and everyone bandies around. There's all four for all. Who knows? <laughs> My four. Yes. So just type in Hull Raisers um, <laughs> on your catch-up service and however you want to consume it. But it's about uh, three women living in Hull, where obviously I've spent a lot of time. Mm. Um, um, it's like a struggling actress, her older sister, and um, their police friend as they navigate, you know, their middle life, uh, relationships, friendships, and fun in Kingston upon Hull. It's very funny. There's not that much more to it. It's a light watch, but we don't we don't necessarily get that much content that's like this. Mm-hmm. So also worth a watch, and and perhaps less silly than um henpocalypse no. so it could be your gateway i don't know um that's hull raisers on however you like to catch up with channel four <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> just type in hull raisers and hope for the best frankly we've got nothing final offering this week is my little treat from the archive which is if you like sanderton your love dot 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 Mm, or you might not. It's Middlemarch. It's on the iPlayer. Now, this is, I think, a far more heavyweight offering. This is the 1994 BBC, really all bells and whistles adaptation of the George Eliot novel. The Eliot novel was written in 1871 and two, clearly not just something she dashed off. And it was brought to the BBC in 1994. It stars a beautiful and intelligent Juliet Aubrey. We don't see enough of her in the years since question and a very young dashing Rufus Sewell who I I would argue has not lost his charms <laughs> in those intervening decades so lots to enjoy all about themes of women in society medicine education class timeless issues as I say the novel is now 150 years old The TV show is 30 years old, and yet I watched it again recently and loved it as much as I did the first time around. So that is my um, last tip of this week. Middlemarch, all available on the iPlayer. I think that's all we have got for you this week. Do write in with your suggestions. We've loved listening to what you have to offer and going and doing our homework. Do write in to podcast at radiotimes.com. And in the meantime, happy viewing. viewing. 